So welcome to the Car Dealer Pro Podcast. Today, this is well, we've we've got a couple more podcasts left, and that's it. Uh, it's just it's just taking up so much of my time. It's like editing them and all that. And the thing is, as well with this podcast, I think you know I've done sort of full circle. We've done independence. We've done people with like uh, Jamie, who's got I think 150 cars. If anybody's coming to listen to these podcasts and they're just starting off. There's something there uh, to help you get on your way, get started off. You're already trading. There's loads of inspiring stories. So it's going to be nice to top this, the entire podcast series off with Pete because Pete, he's he's my landlord and uh, he was in the game for 50 years. He's done really well for himself. I think as well, when you listen to it as well, you're going to realise like what a lovely bloke he is and how you can do really well in business and not be a, a rotten git, basically. You know, you can be a nice person as well and be really successful. Pete started off in the 50s. He's built it up to, I think, seven sites with over 200 cars. Alongside that, he was buying lots of property. Um, he bought his commercial property as well. Then he started up a restaurant. We're going to be talking all about that today. He suffered with a bit of a, a depression and he had a... A bit of a breakdown, he's going to be talking about that. So it's a really interesting conversation. Um, this is part one as well, because once we'd done it, Pete rang me up and he said, Do you know what, I can't believe it. I didn't mention about the experience I had with the Vatman. Because in the 80s, or I think it might have been the 90s, Pete had a, an episode with the, the Vatman. I can't remember what it was, but we're going to do another episode about it and... He actually got the law changed um, for the motor trade to do with that. I, I, I don't know what it is, but we're going to find out. We're going to have another little chat with him. So we're going to do that one as well. This is part one. We're going to do another one. And then also as well, I know that my mate Howard is listening to this. And I'd love it if Howard could come on the podcast as well. I know he's a bit shy. If he doesn't want to do it, that's fine. But Howard's like one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. And uh, he's he's been in the trade like Pete. He's been in it fifty years. So Howard, I know you listen to this. If you want to do it, just let me know. So yeah, that's it. I'm sorry about the sound quality. Like I say, it was on my iPhone, so it's not great. But stick with it. It's a really inspiring story. Thanks for uh, listening. The best luck I had was that my next door neighbour was a, a, a car dealer. And not not a, a shifty type of bloke. He he was a, a spot on one who. So he, he had a pitch. Yeah, yeah yeah. Well, he did. Yeah, but he used to keep the cars at his house. He had a big double garage. Yeah. In them days, he had all on tap more than about. I mean, when I first set it up, set up, if if he could get up to about six cars. I mean, they were just not the cars about. There were yeah. more customers than cars. Right, right. Yeah. So if you had six cars, you'd sell yeah. like six yeah. cars in a weekend. Oh, you could sell them all, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, so what, how old were you then when you seen him uh, selling I'd be, cars? I'd be 11. I'd be 11. So you, <laughs> you clicked on to that when you were No, 11. not straight away, obviously. But uh, uh, I should think by the time I got to... 14 and 15 and started getting interested in cars. Yeah. Uh, 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 I got more from 
you know, I'd move up from Washington for him to listening to what he said and yeah, and when he was buying cars and and you know, I'd say, oh bloody hell, he's just made fifteen quid on that. My dad's got to go to work for a week for that. <laughs> yeah. You know, they were they were really good days, and I were interested. And did it? Did he help you get started? No, not really. But he knew. He knew I could do it because I'd got to follow his. Uh, he was a straight bloke. He, he 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 were a little bit religious. Yeah. You know, he was going to church. Uh, but he sold a lot of gas to folks at church. Yeah. Uh, no, he was a proper bloke. He he didn't have. He if 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 you used to buy uh, like Kenny's leasing cars yeah. that were mostly at York I can remember all of these times we were always going to York and yeah. places like that where they'd finish with cars and you get a lovely Morris Thousand Traveller yeah. and I mean lovely and uh, it'd have you know clutched at top or something like they wouldn't buy it no. you know you'd <laughs> think, well, walk away from it right? would, yeah you know it would only buy things that were spot on if there was a scratch on it a two, you know, he, yeah, he, he wouldn't have it. Very, very fussy what he what he bought, but I think he could afford to be like that. He was in a, yeah. a prime position. Uh, he uh, to be able to go to to places like that and, yeah. and have the pick and them say what they want for it. And uh, yeah, and I mean, he'd buy I mean Morris thousands and an A sixty A fifty five in them days and and. Uh, what would else were that? Oh, I mean, what year was this then, Pete? This would be 57. 1957. Yeah, yeah. So, so you had seen him do all this, and then how did you get your first car then? Right. And, and uh, sell I, I bought a car uh, that came in swapped to a Jaguar dealers at the top of Kalo there, who had a Jaguar agency across from the pub before you go straight down to where you turn right into the hospital. Right. And uh, I went to Nelly Autumn and I think I paid about 12 quid for it. And it was a nice little old uh, something, I can't remember if it was a Ford or Austin. Yeah. And I think it was only a two-door and that. And by that time, Frank had got a place uh, that uh, were just at the side of his house it was uh, coming to Kalo and there was a turn left and uh, we had a, uh, <clears throat> there was an area there where he put some garages and it he, he, he could be that little bit bigger. Yeah. It never went more bigger than that. So, but, uh, but, I mean, how did you end up, like, here then, at this pitch? Because right, well, was this Gordon Lamb's pitch Yeah, first? I'll, I'll come to that. Uh, uh, so... Uh, then it come to leaving school, but my mother, being a school teacher, wanted me to be a bit high up in the world, and she, there was a job come vacant at Derbyshire Town School, a compositor, and uh, most of this job, but I didn't like that. No. But I, I got me sitting in girls and I served five years. But in the meantime, I was buying a car or two and, and maybe one off. Frank Rosley, or one from here, or one from there, yeah. and, you know, and I saw something, and uh, and building a bit of capital up. Yeah. At, uh, no, I've never been a Spencer. In fact, it's only in the last year of my life now that I do things, you know, I mean, 
my little uh, granddaughter were going on holiday yesterday and I just pulled a tenner out of my pocket and give it a yeah, good, you know. But, but when, you, when you're alive, uh, you know, if you've no money yeah. in them days, you couldn't do anything. Yeah. So you had to look after her. So I've always been a skimplint. Yeah. Because it affected you when, in your childhood, because you didn't have any money, would you say? Mm. Well, I think we always, you know, I, I always cleaning windows and for folks and chopping sticks. You know, no, that no. you always had money, but always have money. you always had a fear of not having money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. couldn't. Uh, so when you've seen the margins in cars, I bet that, like, uh, attracted you. Not really, because I, I never saw anything that, uh, it was just that I liked, yeah. liked cars. Yeah. I mean, I can remember buying a, a Ford console off her, uh, off a Frank Rosley, took it in swap, and as it got warm, you could hear it crank. Well, my other next door neighbour, further on, were a bloke called Fletcher, yeah. and he do get crank for 25 quid. Right. Right. Because <laughs> another one... 14 or 1200s. Right. You'll not remember no, them. No. They were all cranky. Right. They made a 1200 and a 1500 and they were all cranky. And uh, But you knew it was 25 quid to have it done. Yeah, so if you bought it right. Yeah, well, you'd have to have, you'd have, you'd have, to have 25 quid off and do it crank. Yeah. But that had got leopard skin seat covers over what's it. Can you imagine that? <laughs> These spinners that used to have on yeah. this console was. Fabulous. Oh, brilliant. Well, mind you, going before that, I bought a Morris Minor van with long gear stick off, off Frank. Yeah. And uh, then I sold that. I think I made £2.50 on that. And uh, and I bought her, uh, <coughs> then, her uh, Austin A30 van or A35, I can't remember. But it had a short gear seat, like sports cars. All right, so that was a bit Ooh, fancy there. Must <laughs> Felt on top of well with that one. Anyway, I got up to this uh, console. Am I talking too much? No, it's perfect. No. Keep going. Go on. Go on. I got keep, up to this console, going. and I did make a good killing on that. Yeah. A bloke come along with a camper van. All oh, right. But in Partex. In Partex. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. And I think he suggested something to me. I said, oh, well, all right. Yeah. And then I took this camper van to work because I was working there. And uh, I can't remember who it was, but somebody at work took a fancy to it. And, yeah. 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 yeah that's and and that, that's what got the ball rolling. I th- I, well, yeah. You, you were rolling then because this is what you like. This is what I wanted to do. Yeah. You know what I like? Mending cars. Although I never really got to be tipped up on doing cranks and things like that. Yeah. But uh, I can remember there were another car, and I think that were a Cortina, uh, one of the very first ones. Used to buy them and they used to go, ooh, 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 on back axle. Yeah. And uh, you'd take them into, uh, uh, and if you bought them and you, you couldn't have a run in them, or if you bought them and you knew what you were doing, uh, if you took them into Ford, I think that would cost you about 25 quid for a new set of bearings, pulling yeah. half shafts out yeah. and putting these watches in. Anyway, uh, I used to take them over, put what's it, pull half shafts out, and, and you've got to have special tools where I used to get a grinder to right. break them and get them on. And you could see 
you know, there'd be a set of bearings, but you could see that Ford always put a complete new set in. Right. Right, but you could see the faulty ones because they had little pits in them. Yeah, yeah. And, and they'd be the ones that I'd break up and replace, and I got where I could do it for about maybe two or three quid. So oh, brilliant. And, and do it in an evening, you know, and yeah. enjoy doing it as well. Yeah. So that were uh, a little, you know, all the paintwork. But you even done paintwork? Yeah. With a foot pump in them days. <laughs> <laughs> you know, rub it down uh, yeah. and, and do it with a foot pump. I can remember a foot pump. I even did it when I bought her, uh, this was after I got married, mind you. Uh, no, it weren't, was it? Because we had e tarts before we got married and down the chrome strip they always used to bubble up a bit on either side. Yeah. And this must have been one that I bought after I married because I can remember doing it in in garage that uh, were a silent house that I bought on Brimington Common. Uh, and that was that. So uh, then there were a friend of mine called Mickey Watson. Right. Uh, have you heard of Mickey Watson? I haven't, no. Is, it, is he quite popular around here then, is he? He, he? he was very popular because he was the one who, uh, who promoted uh, Spot Black at the, what's it, Theatre at Sheffield, what do they call it? Oh God, that's all not. The uh, it's on television every year. Oh, you mean the uh, snooker? Yeah. The the um. Oh God, yeah. At the Crucible. Crucible, yeah. Yeah. What well, he started and that. He he bought Pop Black off of BBC Two when it was black and white. Right. I think for about thirty six thousand pound. That sounds um, a lot of money back then, wasn't it? Well, yeah. And, uh, and he got on to people like cigarette firms and things like Well, he made millions. Yeah. Made millions. It went, I mean, I don't know what you think. I could sit down and I watch tennis. I could sit down, I could watch football on telly. I could sit down and watch snooker. It's very relaxing. It is, it? yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. watching and, snooker. And people love it, you know. Yeah. But they didn't love it when it was black and white. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, no. So, you know, as, as colour television's come in in the 60s... Yeah, he's seen a uh, yeah. gap in the market. So we broke up, me and him, because we were in a little bit of a partnership together where we'd go out and, you know, we were on his uncle's uh, garage on Joe Bones Hill. Right. We could, we could get many cars there, but there again, we ain't got much money to buy a lot of cars. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, and that's what started of it, but he, he went up on his snooker joints and uh, and I carried on. Two years later, uh, uh, I worked with his, uh, he was at the same uh, college as me, uh, but he worked at Printing Works at Robinson's and he moved to Australia. And it, this was his son-in-law, right. his daughter married him. And they were doing very well. and. and, and I think, uh, I forgot his name, his name was Watterson, I can't remember, or Frank or what it was now, but he moved to Australia as right. well uh, with his wife and uh, he bought something, he got more land than Duke of Devonshire and he really <laughs> did move on, you know. And uh, anyway, uh, he wanted me to buy a place, but I didn't like area. Right. Do you, do you know where it is? It, uh, not a nice, not a particularly nice area, and uh, in them days it were you had to watch what you do or somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so being a bit of a car dealer, 
in the tabernacle, but he's just gave him a bloody money bag. Yeah, yeah. Give him a bit extra for the jewel. Yeah. So, uh, this place come up for sale at uh, at Cromford, Derbyshire Caravans. So I went and I looked at it and I thought, well, there's a house there. Uh, uh, not too bad. A bit old-fashioned, but it's a detached one. And there's two barns with it and, and there's a, a decent area for selling cars and that. So uh, I went and inquired how much it were, and they said it would be about 7,500. I thought, well, I ain't, I ain't got that much auto money. Well, I'd got 6,000. Right. In fact, I'd got a little bit more, I think, because I went down at 6.6, six, and uh, I don't think I'd my granddad around then. I think he, he, he was dead and gone. I'm not sure, I can't remember. But I was broke. But I've got six cars to move on me. Yeah. And uh, moved into this house from a really nice modern house at Brewington Common to uh, uh, a rather poor house inside where uh, this bloke, Rollinson, who'd been a caravan dealer, and in them days, you didn't have loads of caravans. You just had whatever was new and say, Right, I'm good at Patrick, yeah. get you one of them and yeah. put you at Skaggy Blackpool wherever you want. Yeah. And that's how he'd made his money. And uh, he he wanted to get out and he wanted to go and live in one of his caravans and they were in his 80s and uh, and I can remember going upstairs and the bed's still there and under the bed there were bloody goes under and <laughs> <laughs> even empty that. And my missus, oh dear, so anyway... We got there and as we could afford it, we had it done up and it is a lovely house now. And two barns we, we built to two uh, two uh, cottages we have, without planning of permission. And but we got it in end. And and is the cars for sale on there still? Uh, no, 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 it's uh, it was when I left and the bloke I sold it to, I'll give three six thousand pounds, six thousand six hundred for house, barns and Oh, God, God, that was brilliant. It were at the time. And the soaked car sales pitch for a quarter of a million. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Everybody knew it was trade and save, you know. Yeah. But they didn't and, and what did they turn that into then? Did they... it, 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 the man who bought it me, bought it off me, he came from Ripley and he he, he had a, a, another side siding called uh, Automatics. So he brought all automatics there. Yeah. But the place weren't good because they come down with double double lines and they always got to, you know, if you got one or two cars on, there were nowhere to park. Ah, right, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, that didn't uh, last more than a few years. And then, uh, uh, I don't know if he sold it or he's rented it to... to uh, Car, car cleaning, and that's been, oh, right, like, uh, that's yeah, been a real yeah. good ever since. Oh, great. And as I say, with two barns, I built two cottages. Yeah. And I've still got the house. The house cost me like £3,000. It's worth a quarter of a million. Ah, oh, Cottages are worth 120 each, I should think, so like that. Oh, that's amazing. That, that is where the money, because as we went along, you bought places. Yeah. And... Uh, and then I bought these two houses and built this restaurant. 
and, uh, and that restaurant were fa fabulous for making money. And, uh, and we, we used to buy land and then build houses. And, yeah, yeah. And, and then we went, as rents come in, we got, this is why we got quite a few houses up balls over there in yeah. North Wingfield. And, uh, how many houses would you say you have? I don't know. Uh, I honestly don't know, but... Uh, is it, is I, it more than 100? No, no. Uh, no, nowhere near now because I give 12 away last year. I'll give 18, I'll give four away to kids each last year, <laughs> and six away this time to kids, six each. Uh, yeah. No, I must be down to the last 20. Last no, 20, yeah. yeah. Well, then I've got train the same garages. Still. Yeah, your commercial ones. <coughs> commercial yeah. bits and bobs and things yeah. like that. Yeah. And what would you say is easier than commercial property? Or what would you say is easier, oh, no, you, commercial I've, I've got, or I've residential? Got, I've got houses that I've never been in for donkey's years. Yeah. Maybe 20, 30 years. And, you know, people are happy there. And you've been getting your five, six hundred pounds yeah, every month. Yeah. I mean, it weren't that when it first started, but I still don't sting anybody. Yeah. And I own 50 or 60 quid, maybe 100 quid cheaper than most folks anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And if if hope was wrong, they, they know who to call. Like yeah. if it's a plumber, they know to call, call top top team. Yeah. And things like that. And yeah. you know, Divic, who, who does your yeah. actuary, he goes along and sorts of So that they know they get looked after. But yeah. did, did you find with your cars that every time you'd make a certain amount of money, would you then think, right, I'm going to buy a house with that? Uh, no, because I kept, I kept buying more. I tried to keep my car money to buy more garages and yeah, but then uh, because I got a really fabulous supply of cars from leasing companies, yeah, and I used to send me over spill, yeah, to auctions. And so, what it is, Pete? I know people that want to hear, they're going to listen, they're going to think, Well, how did he get because we haven't really done introduction, but at, at the peak of your business. How many cars would you say you had in stock? Because you had, did you have three uh, pictures? No, we had seven. Okay. Seven? Yeah. And so how many would you hold at one time then? I don't really know. But at the start, I'd say 200-ish. So you were like yeah. one of the original car yeah. supermarkets yeah. then? Yeah. No, that's where I made a mistake. Because I think in the latter days, your, your problems with the... Cars and garages it was always your staff. Right, yeah. I mean, you've made here got a nice lad. Yeah. I mean, I've got one or two nice lads, but anybody who come to sell cars, work for somebody else, in a lot of cases they were crooks. Yeah. You'd come and they'd sell the bloody spare wheel if it were a new one. And, yeah. You know, yeah. you have to be so yeah. careful who you had. I had a, had a bloke doing me for £5,000. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But he'd sold a car already and. Well, pocketed he, the money. He, 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 no, he sent the cash over, but he, he, he told the bloke how to do it. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, how to get Eddie out of office. Yeah. And just drop some of the top floor so door didn't automatically click yeah. in. Yeah. Keep him up there where they couldn't see office. Yeah. And then there was another bloke involved who just nipped in office. Yeah. Got the £5,000 which had been brought in that morning and. Bloody hell. Ne never even took, you know, uh, 
uh, what do you call, you've always got an amount of money to keep things going, what do you call yeah, that? Yeah, petty cash. Yeah, right, petty cash. Yeah. Never even bothered with that. You know, no, I just you, wanted the big Just chunk. wanted the big one in his pocket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. So, so you had yeah. like 200 cars. Yeah, there um, were bad, bad times with, with staff and that. Yeah, it, it was a lot of stress. Yeah, and then as you were coming out of, uh, of the 1900s, to 1995, things started going down. Uh, I can remember Swan National leasing, and oh, I used to do ever so well with them. Well, well in with uh, with the uh, sales manager. Yeah. Right, the bloke who used to sell them. And uh, you, what you did, you'd go to Rice Slip, you'd go to uh, Manchester, you'd go to uh, Litchfield. And they give you sheets of paper with all cars, let's say 70 cars or 80 cars or yeah. 100 cars. And you just go around them and, and put price in that you want. And it, you'd make a bid on them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. look around it. If there were anything wrong with it mechanically, they sort it out. Yeah. They went to probably give you money back. Or, yeah, or, that's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, there were some cars there that had had a, a major service only the day before it come back in. Oh, that's you know, the people who, who leased them had to do as they were yeah, with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there were some lovely, lovely cars. And people used to come from all over, as far away as Scotland, even France and things like that, yeah, yeah. used to fly here because they knew that they were, good stuff. they were good cars. cars. And, uh, and was, was that another hard thing until you met these lease companies buying cars in? Was buying that... cars at auctions, you're up against the general general uh, competition. Yeah. I could buy them and, and sell them to what they were making at auction, you know. Yeah. It, yeah. Especially if I'd had it a few weeks and it wanted shifting and yeah. something like that. It was a good... So you, um, you, you were buying them right and selling them, them right. right. Yeah, sometimes I slip up. I mean, you can't yeah. be master of everything no. at the time. And, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, yeah. and sometimes you'd miss something where... You're getting them bloody carpets are all scuffed and yeah, you know, yeah. not looked in it properly or could have been a frosty morning where you yeah. you rub your windows to all up and <laughs> yeah. it burns but you weren't looking at carpets. You always miss I even I miss stuff all the time. You do, you it's, do it. Yeah, it's it's one of the yeah. part of the job. Anyway, it's one national uh, he told me one day, he says, uh, I'll be looking for a job in a bit, I'll try as Davis said. Says why? He says uh, Crown, Crown leasing uh, are buying us out or are bought us out. Oh, he says well, it won't affect you. He says they would never do, and I'll introduce you to all directors because there were about seven of us. Oh, they used to take on cruises and yeah. air trips here. We went, if we went on airplane, all first class. Bolly Majeure in Paris, but we're getting yeah. oh, you know, we had a great life out of Solana. I mean, like Apple has at least, they always used to treat us to this, that and other. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know why, why other people weren't interested in that type of business. Maybe they were frightened that they might buy too many and couldn't have the money for them, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, in them days, yeah. we, we got it. You, you had the money, didn't you? We got so, it, yeah. yeah. And... Uh, Anyway, I went to this do, and uh, this was Peter Thunder, hello there, and pleased to meet you. And I went to this place at uh, Cardiff quite a few times, where I never bought a car of them. Right. 
No, they got their own buyers and... Ah, right, yeah. yeah. So then it, like, dropped yeah. off from yeah, the... So that was one yeah. out. And then, uh, then uh, other things started getting tighter. Yeah. And, uh, I can't remember them now, but we'd always got one or two to go. And our gym was go one way and I'd go other. And uh, it got where uh, we were having to go to auctions to fill them up. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. That, that was... You know, when you're at the auction, though, yeah. was it, were you like, oh, God, these are so expensive compared to what I have been paying? Yeah, yeah. And was that... Yeah, because when we used to have an overload, say say, um, say there were 70 cars on a sheet or something like that, put a price on them, and there'd be 10 cars that, are, you know, that it would sell within time, but I got no way to put them, and, yeah. you know, I didn't think I'd buy them because I put a low price in. Uh, I mean, I used to put that in auctions, and more often than not, I make a bump of money out of them. Yeah. Sometimes you lose on them. Yeah. I bought seven Porsches once, and I don't think out at seven, I made more than about a thousand pounds altogether. All of them. <laughs> so I got that wrong, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah. I thought, pay some money out of this. Yeah. So anyway, uh, these, uh, I think, Apple Yards and, and everything, it started folding up. And really, I ought to have got out at the, cha- uh, at the change of the century. Because the last five years, I'd have been better yeah. than only today. I was struggling. Uh, I'd never, never had cars where I used to lose on them, and I used to lose on them. I'd never had cars that used to have a birthday with us. I used to have birthdays with them. starting to get that. Yeah, yeah. and, yeah. Uh, you know, it just got a pain. And, yeah. And then... You, uh, you know, like, customers... We, and I was 60 then. Yeah. And I called it a day. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I think I've come out on it quite well, because, I mean, obviously we've got these houses that we've got to... That you've built up yeah, over the years. Yeah, and uh, so I weren't completely free, but I got my house in... Uh, in Spain, where I could spend more time, and uh, I've not been there for two years, you no, know, because of this. No, no, pandemic. Yeah, I'm going at the end of this month. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Uh, and then we bought that uh, place, it didn't cost a fortune in Barbados, yeah. 125 grand. Oh, brilliant. And all it is is a, a bedroom, a yeah. bathroom, a hall, kitchen, yeah. living room, and a lovely big deck. Oh, yeah, and it's a super duper place. So you know the the car game has been really good to you, hasn't Re- it? Really good, but I've never spent out. <laughs> I am. Yeah. You, you don't believe it. The the silly things that. Yeah. That Do you look back and think, oh, I wish I'd spent. I wish I'd trekked myself a bit yeah, more. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, what were it? We could go to see Cliff Richards. Yeah. Right, in Barbados. Because he only lives on that street to us. And they were doing this bit of a thing. And it were uh, for a, a good cause, like. And it were $100, right? Which yeah. is about 40 quid. 100 Barbados dollars. And uh, we didn't go. Me and Mrs. 40 quid each. You know, and it, oh, sat down and I talked to everybody and this, that and other. And yeah. sang a few songs and they were nice buffet in that. Yeah. You should have should have and this might be my Mrs. Idol. Yeah. For years, you know. I'm gonna say it with some records. And I want you to listen to them. Yeah. And tell me them what to crap. And then that uh, you know oh, just pick fault with them. 
So, because my kids, me, my two daughters, they just, they, they just don't like them at all. Right. No, and who was that? But hey? who was it the records by? Me. Oh, you've I, made I, it. I play, oh, you yeah. play piano, don't you? I play yeah. piano and I sing yeah. with it, but oh, I can't sing at all. I'm going uh, down the hospital. And, yeah. Right, I'm having something to put. Oh, but for your uh, tonsils. I don't know, but I'm croaky all the time. Right, right. Can't sing anymore. Why, you hear my voice now? Yeah. <laughs> so what, can I sing? Oh, yeah, I'd love to hear your songs, Pete. That'd be great. Uh, and, um, in fact, I'll, I'll, I'll take one out at can now, if there's one in it. Yeah, 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 we'll have a listen. But my, my DJ here. Yeah. 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 Uh, be honest. Yeah. You know. Oh, God, pressure's on now. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, uh, what what's it said? Uh, oh, don't play in my ink, you'll fall to sleep. <laughs> There's a, a, a genre for everybody, mm. and what so, like, I do, if you mind talking about this, Pete, mate, because I know that you you worked really hard, didn't you? Like well, during the eighties and nineties. I mean, we did work out till late at night because phones were still going. Yeah. And we were buying can. Uh, what's it? Apple guys would ring up at like ten o'clock. Uh, Peter, you were underbidder on this, that and other. Yeah, but it's, it was constant. Yeah. Every day. But, uh, you know, we've got to have this, that and other. Do, do you want to? And I say, yeah, you know. Yeah. Because yeah. I've, I've got to keep my finger in my Yeah, you can't upset. There were, we dealt with proper people. There were no, yeah. no auctions of funny business. And yeah. Why yeah. you don't go to auctions now, do you? No, no, well, not at the minute. No, I have, I've been buying... What, do people still go to auctions? But they've, they've reopened now. Well, some of them have, so you oh. can go. But I prefer to buy online. Yeah. But the last few months have been really busy. And, I mean, I wasn't getting stressed out, but I was getting, you know, like a little bit of tight chest because it was just constant. Yeah. And I know at your peak, you had a bit of like a wobble, didn't Not a wobble, but no, the, the, the d- depression kicked never, in, didn't never it? Never come out of bedroom. Yeah. Six months. Six months. January, I didn't start feeling good again till after May the 21st, which was my youngest, uh, youngest daughter's 21st. I can remember waking up in the morning and I, I've still got them. I've got a bunch of daffodils, artificial daffodils, and I've just loved daffodils and uh, waking up in the morning. Mm-hmm. But do you know, about 10 days ago, I had a bit of a time where I didn't... Uh, feel right. I didn't feel right. And I, I just wondered, am I going down to... Yeah. But I've always took the seat of Bram. Uh, and then it got to year 2000 and something when I was going to retire and have to get rid of my blokes and... Yeah. And I know that some of them have got mortgages and things like that and I got to do what I could to help them along. And uh, that sent me dizzy as well. But not as bad as first time because I learnt how to, to deal... To, to see to deal. it coming. Yeah, I learnt how to deal with it. Yeah. I used to go to, in the office and if there was nobody around, I'd be about there running. You know, oh, I, try to get... Yeah, I know what you mean. Yes, so... Or, I'd be watching television and not very good, so I'd go into other part where there's some stairs and just up and down, just yeah. first step. Get your heart rate going. Yeah, go, go do something. Swimming. Make sure you did it. And write down 
that you've got to do it, else you never felt like yeah. doing it. I mean, yeah. you'd wake up in the morning and you all you want to do is commit suicide, and you've got to get out of bed and you've got to you've got to yeah. drive yourself. I mean, what do you think? It was just because you were overworked. Well, uh, the, like first, the first the first time I got a, a small estate house was being finished, and uh, it was winter time, and uh, it. Uh, they weren't doing well. The people who were in it, me, uh, me uh, manager, uh, he just said, "Well, let's leave it till now," because they were doing jobs, and because the, the line never come light, really, uh, they weren't going to brand new, beautiful houses, expensive yeah. houses, and it weren't going to finish. So that worried me. Yeah, uh, we'd just come through the restaurant at. Uh, uh, Cromford, which has uh, always been a fabulous success, and uh, we've come through Christmas, which started like first of January, and to keep keep it up, you know, being completely smothered with customers, uh, lunchtime and night time, uh, I had to throw in sometimes and be bloody peeling spuds there till about three or four o'clock in the, oh in the morning, and, yeah. uh, not work because you have your rumble up your spuds, but. Uh, it, 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 you've got to work eight days a week, 28 hours every day. <laughs> yeah. No, it was terrible. We, we left it, we got, and then it all finished New Year's Eve. Yeah. And I never, never ever had a drink on New Year's Eve. And even next morning, so I got a thumping headache because, you know, the place was just a. Yeah, mess. Well, you think. It, you know, how you when people come on holiday in Mallorca. Yeah. New Year's Eve, well, like, yeah. well, at night's there when everybody's yeah. pissed up and, yeah. and yeah. your worries are that you don't want police. We yeah. never did have any trouble, man. Yeah. Uh, but it was just all this stuff all on your this, mind. Yeah, and we should have been going to Barbados because we always just go Barbados for two or three because the restaurant yeah. used to shut up New Year's Eve. Yeah. And I come home one day. I think it. I think we're going on tenth of Jan, tenth of January, so or eighth. I just sat down in the corner room. I sat on floor like that, and I started crying. And yeah. that that time when I had my bad do, and it was horrible. And you just couldn't get out horrible. of it. You just just couldn't get out of it. And uh, looking looking back, you what know, do you think you should have done? Well, if you, if you had your time again? Uh, well, it's all right. I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't Because, I mean, I used to enjoy the restaurant. Yeah. I never went out front, you know. I always went to the kitchen hour. Right. Brilliant. It, it had to pass me before it went out. Yeah. If it weren't spot on. Yeah. You know, minimum, minimum complaints over years. Uh, I mean, because you were... It, well, my you you had the cars at the same time, yeah. as well as all this... Like, yeah. would you have done anything differently? Back, like, I'd, back, I'd back. A, man, a manager in place for the, all the cars. Do you think? Well, I did. I had a very good bloke, a bloke called Eddie Knowles. Uh, oh, I wouldn't have got where I had it without him. He was yeah. a Jew boy. And uh, he, he... Switched on. Oh, he was good. He yeah. was a plumber when he joined me. Yeah. And he, he was not left on the best of terms, which always hurts me. 
Yeah. But I mean, I put him in a wonderful position. He uh, fabulous money. Yeah. There was yeah. no need for him to be like that with me, you know, and that yeah. that caused me a lot of worry when we left. When we left. Uh, look, I wish that he retired in ninety rather than two thousand and five. I wish that he retired in nineteen ninety five. Right. That that was the biggest mistake to get out when things were still good. Yeah. And uh, my daughter took over at restaurant and uh, re uh, above the restaurant. Uh, there were uh, there's two flats above the restaurant, and now she, she's closed the restaurant uh, and she's going to build two more flats downstairs right the restaurant. Where. Oh, really? But she's got uh, uh, there were some cottages at the back at the restaurant, and she's turned that into a tapas bar, and that's as mad as what restaurant were. Oh, brilliant! Uh, it really brilliant. is. Well, I mean, they've had a, she's been in Barbados for three months because she couldn't do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> she went over there. She went over there. Uh, she's um, not, not behind the door. And so, like, if there's any car, like, a lot of car dealers will be listening to this and thinking, yeah. bloody hell, how would you get up with 200 cars? Like, yeah. what would you recommend people, if you just got to work day and night to get to that sort of level? Mm. Or no, what, what, I, was I, your, what was your, like... Secret formula for no, growing it quick. You, when you got money, I mean, uh, the restaurant money never went into cars. It just we just used to buy land. Yeah. Or, or houses. Or, yeah. You know, we have bought houses for a lot of a lot of years ago. A lot of houses that are worth hundred and fifty, hundred and sixty thousand that paid about thirty thousand. Yeah. Yeah. You that's know, it. Ex council houses, things like that. Yeah. Uh, but Peter, before like, I, I said earlier on there, so Gordon Lamb had this, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And Gordon did you Lamb's did you son. did you buy this from Gordon no, Lamb? No, then? no. Uh, there were a chap here, and uh, uh, he uh, he had like a shop, a garage, a shop, and he sold cars. But his biggest thing were hire cars, and uh, he were a, he were a fiddler. And uh, he started selling hire cars that belonged to somebody like Avis or oh, put, right. put them in his pocket. Right. And I bought that this piece of land off him. Right. Right, at the side where there was a big boat on it. So this building wasn't here then? Yeah. Oh, the building was yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were actually in. There's a, a lump of land, isn't it? Yeah. 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 That picture. That's there. what I bought. Didn't right. buy anything to do with building. Oh, you just bought the pitch. Just bought the pitch. That yeah. that over there. Nothing to do with room. And that went on. Oh, well, yeah, petrol station as well. Yeah. And then he went missing because police were after him. <laughs> right. Uh, and the police stood here, and then uh, bank rang me up, and I think he helped bank about two hundred thousand pound. Bloody hell. Yeah. So that got this got repossessed off him. Well, it gone. It, it, it just went. So did you buy this then? No, bank offered it me because it belonged to me. And I think I gave eighty thousand pound for it. I'm not God, sure, but I think it was eighty thousand pound. And I think I gave ten thousand for a bit of land here. Yeah. 
God, that's fantastic. Yeah. And do you think you would ever sell this to me then one day? Well, I, I, I promise it to you when, when oh. the day comes. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely yeah. want to buy it. The only thing is, you'd have to buy me a place in New York. And <laughs> what am I going to do with bloody money at my age? This year, on the accounts, I'll give it six houses each to kids, that's 18 hours. Uh, yeah, give me this. <laughs> and yesterday, when when I gave me uh, my granddaughter a tenner, because she was going on her holidays, with her other grandma and grand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, does it really? No. no. Anyway, really? thanks very much for that last car. Yeah. Oh, it's lovely. The, oh, yeah. the Zafira. Zafira. Is that as. The, the, the Vauxhall? Yeah, it's a lovely car. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's ever so pleased with it. Yeah, good, good, good. Well, all the one we're ready. There's a Jag here for you. I mean, it was only 500 quid, but you don't want to spend that, do you? Let's have a look at it. <laughs> right. Pete, thank you for doing this podcast. Okay. You're like, honestly, really inspirational. Yeah. No, well, and, um, I've had a life, and if uh, if my days come to an end, uh, and I've said to my missus and my kids, don't I say, so I've had a good life. Yeah. I mean, my worst time has been when I were, when I were uh, depressed. But you can imagine being 11 year old and, and failing to employ, uh, uh, yeah. what do they call it? Eleven plus. Yeah. Yeah, that weren't good, and uh, and you know, my mother weren't very proud of me. Yeah, but you've made her proud now, haven't you? No, because she's gone. Well, <laughs> oh, I think she was she was proud of her because because she was living in one of my houses. They lived at, at Blacksmith Lane at Kayla. Yeah. And uh, they sewed up, put the money in the pockets, and come and lived in one of my houses at Cromford. Oh, <coughs> and had cars for now and never paid for for the cars and my dad never paid for yeah. his cars my dad my dad were you'd like my dad my mother were a bit of a I wish I'd done this and I wish I'd done that she yeah. were, she didn't talk to being a school teacher because yeah. my granddad who, who could do everything she'd got the ideas but never got around to yeah. doing it she had the steady uh, job. she had the limiting yeah. belief yeah, um, yeah that's limiting belief to it because got a good job with yeah. a good pension and then uh, she got stomach cancer and then something went wrong she was driving down road out took keys off her on yeah. Cromford Hill we had a seat belt on went around her hit, hit another car full on that way my mother oh no 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 oh, she really used to sad. drive to balls over here because she used to help but when she retired she used to do look yeah. after kids who were a bit retarded you know yeah and uh, no, she was spot on driver. There was something that did her. Yeah, yeah. And you go in the house, and she look at her like that, and she you won't she won't know you. And oh, things have started going wrong. Yeah. But I ought to keep up her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't. And yeah. one last thing. What's the best advice you've ever been given? Uh, Obviously, looking back, gay up smoking. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm here with that. That's I, so I, true. You know, I mean, I'm yeah. thinking of throat at the moment. Yeah, I think gay up smoking. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Well, and, well, and as a car dealer, what was the best advice you got given as a car dealer? Well, look after your customers. Without customers, you're nobody. Yeah. I, I mean, so I can remember 
a firm from uh, near Glasgow and they're always coming down to East Midlands Airport and you know I mean, you know they obviously didn't want brand new leasing cars they didn't want to, they wanted to pay for a car and I'd tell them where it were like you do we what's this and they come down and never had a problem you know yeah because you were honest with them yeah yeah and uh, I think if you're honest they used to call me honest at school <laughs> Yeah, so be honest. Yeah, they did. They used to call me honest because I was always selling things. Yeah. Before. I'll tell you one of my best selling things when I was a kid. That they used to always have pictures of, of postage stamps in, in paper and you, yeah. and you could, if you bought something, they'd send you like another hundred or so. And at playtimes, I used to put them all out and pretty ones and I, and I got the collection books with them as well. Got everybody collected books. <laughs> And if it were real prep, real nice one, it'd be threatens that one. Yeah, threatens. <laughs> yeah. That's brilliant. Shall we have a look at this jug then? Go on then. Go on then.